0: Hey guys, it's E123 here. Um, today's topic, we're going to be talking about uh, should I start a business in uni? We've got our guests here, the same guests here that we had before. Hi guys, it's Brandon. It's James
1: here. Wow, 2.0 being the best version of myself. Seems to be Tesla owner, of course. <laughs> of
2: course, of course. Tesla owner, well, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, and today's topic is uh, should I start a business in uni? That's something we squad rhythm did in uh what well, well, what we came about in, in second year of uni- university so I'm sure we could you know give ideas to some people who are about to start uni and people who just finished uni as well so um, I could throw this to Wale himself. I mean well two point <laughs> no, no, cool man no worries sorry about that it's cool man so,
1: so um yeah. this my people yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's good um should I start a business at uni? I definitely, I think it's, it's something that's worth doing because you're at an age where you're young, you're hungry. I think it's good to test the waters of, you know, knowing how to start a business because I believe that having a job, you're not hundred percent certain to have a job, you know, in life. I think starting a business in university is one of the best things I've ever done. And I think, you know, I've done with Quadrivim and, you know, one other uh, business that I, I've started in university. And I think it's the to be honest, the best opportunity one can ever make. What do you guys think?
2: Uh, yeah, I agree. Um,
1: do you think ever I since think... we started Quad Lives has become a bit more interesting, like in, in uni?
2: It has, it has, like so many things we've learned as well. Like it, it, it basically it puts all the things that you learn in university into practice, yeah. You know, like we were saying in one of the previous podcasts. We're saying uh, the university teaches you a little bit of everything, and now you have to actually do the dirty work. So that's a good opportunity to actually um, start something that you know could take you very far, and at the at the same time get your that experience and those grades that you need as well. So yeah, it's absolutely I wouldn't say a must, but um, (laughs) something. That's it's worth, a good skill set to have. Yeah, yeah. something worth exploring.
1: to one two three. What would you say?
0: It's an experience that you know you're able to put into real life and the stuff you learn in uni, and um, it also brings a new chapter to your life as well. Because not only are you just you know going through university, you've also got some another set of responsibility, which is also challenging. So it, it really tests like your strengths and your skills especially so yeah it makes you like a different person it makes you grow it makes you uh you know more busy as well but i don't know if <laughs> if people want to be uncomfortable being more busy <laughs> but it, you know it just gives you something to serve new responsibilities yeah, yeah. new responsibilities you know keeps you on your toes you know so uh, i think that's one of the the things with having a, a, a what's up in business during well,
3: yeah i It's not a bad idea to start a business while in uni. Um, it it is probably the ideal time for you to do it in terms of you then have time to do more in the future. Yeah. yeah, You're not, you're not starting late. And also there's no pressure on you to quote unquote succeed immediately, you know, so there's, you really don't have anything to worry about. So it's not like, Oh, I'm in uni. I need to make hundred thousand in the first three years because you know nothing like that or oh now i'm 30 and i have a family to think about or so it it is it is a perfect time for for you to kind of go into it and even if it's not a business per se if it's like a small venture if it's a project that you know leads to extra i mean it's extra income
1: yeah absolutely
3: um it's a real life experience that if you then in future want to get a job that people would Appreciate. I think that's what happened with James when he applied for one of his jobs and he put, oh, he's, he, you know, he works with his own startup. That was, that became then the, the vocal point of yeah. the, the whole interview. So it, 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 like, an, like everyone has said, it has to your skill set. It's a real life scenario. Um, you're dealing with real people this time, not those things in books and lectures. And it will greatly improve your general people skill. Um, business skill and again you don't need a degree to start a business you just need an idea or a passion and then you can pursue that particular yeah
1: job. absolutely i agree one thing i forgot to say as well just to add on to what brandon said is um the fact that you know in uni you know you have no kids well i hope not um you have you know no responsibilities no you know, obligations, you don't have any mortgage to pay and stuff. So I guess this is, you know, the right time to take more risks, to be honest. And also, ever since, you know, we started Quadroom uh, during university, our time at university, life became much more interesting. Like, you know, we ever used to meet every Fridays, lock ourselves up in a room, you know, in uni, and just work till like midnight and just, you know, code and come up with creative ideas. And also, this might sound weird to a lot of our listeners, but having a company in uh, during my time at university made my life much more um it made me more uh, focused in a way it made my life more um what's the word to say i would say more 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 focus and you might be thinking how did starting a business become more focused it made me more hungry with my studies because as much as i wanted to succeed you know with my my degree i also wanted to su- succeed with my business so it kept me on my feet as e123 said and yeah also i got the chance to meet new people like if i didn't start a business i probably wouldn't have met you know these guys over here and we probably wouldn't have called from right now. And also it's given us opportunity for extra income because, you know, we've had a few issues during, I won't say issues, but, you know, we've had a few things we needed to pay for during university, which has helped us to, to finance. And also various benefits like, you know, Brandon said. I've known people who have, you know, gotten placements jobs just by stating they started companies during their time at university. So there's, there's many benefits, but I'm not going to lie to you. If you can't hack it, if you can't, you know, the pressure of starting a business in university whilst being a student then don't do it you know you still got time after uni as well to focus like if you really want to focus on university go for it but the only reason why i started the business during university is because i wasn't really doing much outside of uni anyway you know i wasn't like you know like going out and stuff i was much more introverted and much more doing things that you know made me required me to code and all that stuff so having a business just gave me a new level of priority and made me just much more focused. Anyway, that's what I believe anyway. Yeah, also allowed me to maximise my time as well. It really helped my time management, improved my time management skills as well. I think it helped us meet new people as well, in a sense. You know, because we were going to events, networking events where we would meet other student entrepreneurs. You know, I was a real part of, we were going to societies to do talks. We were meeting other, you know, well, I was meeting other, you know, uh, entrepreneurs at, um, um, you know other societies and them just talk, telling us about their business you know and yeah I think to be honest I think it's really you know when you do go to university or do your university it's good to know what opportunities that your university has to offer in terms of uh, entrepreneurship the reason I say that because our university has a partnership with a uh, you know a uh, organization that helps students entrepreneurs start a business by providing them with hot desks mentoring and you know a place where they can get advice and all this is free you just need to know what's happening in your you know your uni one thing i like to tell you know the guys there is that how am i just going to come to pay nine grand just for you know to go lectures i'm going to max out every resource that's in university from you know getting help for my placement cv from getting help with my cv and you know finding out what's available for me on campus and you know get opportunities such as the ones that i just mentioned which where you get hot desks and and etc and also once, I think another opportunity that came up to me once was um, actually me and Brandon. We got an email um, once by one of our you know lecturers saying there's a competition going around in university. So whoever comes up with the best startup idea is going to get two five grand. And that opportunity just made me and Brandon like competitive to a whole new level. Like, What do you have to say about that, Brandon? I think it, tested, it just showed how different we were in terms of entrepreneurship and how hungry we were, to be honest. And
3: yeah. Um, I'll say one you you should definitely i think we, we keep mentioning this you have to go look for these things um sometimes they, they fall on your lap great but you also have to go do the research yourself um but yeah when when we when we took on that opportunity
2: Funny enough, we we're going to
3: go in as a team. And I think we already had like <laughs> one idea that we we're going to go in. To yeah. But that was related to quality. Yeah.
1: But then Brandon ditched me. He was like, oh, I,
3: I thought for the first time, I actually <laughs> let me compete against Wale.
2: <laughs> like, let
3: me actually just see, you know. But then Wale, I just, that's when I found out, like, uh, he's competitive on another level, <laughs> like on another level. But again, it was, it was a great learning experience. It was, uh, we, we learned we learned a lot of things that you wouldn't, you know, normally learn on a on a day-to-day basis. Um if you were to start a business on your own. And in, in reference to, to time, listen, you're you're in uni, you know. Uh you you have a lot of time. You might not think that you do, but I yeah. from someone who's been in uni, you do have a lot of time. And yes, you're involved in yeah. Uh, different societies, sports, and everything. There is still time, except exam period. Exam yeah. period. Um, I'll say like like I said before, maximize in terms of long term goals and playing the long game. You know, some people want to start a business, and before I leave uni, this business will make me like fifty thousand, and I don't have to work for anybody else. No, think about the long term benefits of it. You're you're starting little by little. You know, and again, if, even if you're out of uni, you can still do do these things. But yeah, yeah. uni is a good time. For
1: sure. And we've got, start. there's been many success stories from the university we went to. Uh, our university actually has a lot of accolades from, you know, student entrepreneurs who we've been actually inspired by. So yeah, just give it a shot and just see where it takes you. But again, guys, we can't just talk about the glorious, you know, aspects that we've also got to talk about. The aspect that doesn't tend to be talked about you know when we were starting quad from, from second year of university when we started i should say it was we did have some ups and downs in which you know i think we should definitely clarify in this um, episode so first of all we were very um you know opportune to have our first client come to us and you know we got paid good money for it but um because we were still new to this you know industry and game our time management was very poor and wasn't fully structured so because of that we didn't actually get the opportunity to um finish the project in the way the client wanted us to and we also had you know other issues such as you know other other you know other members in the team dedicated to other things you know because we all had some of us had different modules which required more work from us than others did that meant that we couldn't actually spend some time on quadrum and so us working on a, on a project at the same time was very difficult for us and there were times when we just couldn't, we just couldn't, we didn't touch our projects for like, our clients' projects for like two weeks or three weeks because we had exams to do. But what do you guys think about that? I guess this side of entrepreneurship in universities or in life, I should say, in general, is it, it tends not to be spoken about. I guess it's the, the good aspects of it, of, you know, getting money and stuff. is that It's the aspect that's always highlighted. What do you guys think? Can you talk about some of the difficulties that we face as students in uni? Yeah,
0: because,
1: especially when you're doing it
0: alongside uni, you also need to think about your degree as well. Yeah. <laughs> you don't wanna, you know for sure. put your you need to to decide. Yeah. And, and then, you know, just focus on your business. But so it, it was kind of difficult. We did, you know, put projects on hold because you know some crazy deadlines coming up. But um yeah, it's, it's all about managing your time really. And you know, trying to uh you know, you have that spare hour, two two hours or whatever. Well. Use that hours for your business, you know, and just put a you know, even if it's just like I don't know, like a well, in our case, like twenty lines of code or something like that, or so, something lines of code, just mm. to you know improve something. You know, it was it was something we did, but uh yeah, it's it's more about balancing. You know, just finding the time to you know um just to put into your projects and just helping your business grow little by little. You know, you don't you can't because obviously when you're new, you can't just spend like ten hours on your obviously. on your. On your <laughs> Yeah, business. business. Yeah, yeah, it's to business yeah, it's not gonna happen. Trying to get business to or Yeah, it's not gonna happen. So yeah, you just have to take your time, to, you know, manage your time well, and put the, the hours in there when it's
1: needed to be. Yeah, for sure. And what about you, Brandon? What have you got to say about the issues, difficulties we faced?
0: um
3: I think one of the difficulties you will face is organization and understanding how you know the the life cycle of your business works because you've never worked under anybody. It's different from watching YouTube videos and getting tutorials. Each client is different. Each thing you try to do is different from everyone else. So people are always teaching you based on their perspective, except if it's a fact, then it's everyone's perspective. But, you know, in terms of organizing and balancing, you know, uni and prioritizing what comes first, knowing your limits as well, you will need to know your limits in order to be able to manage the workload that comes with it. Great if it takes off. one that's a really good example is, Jim uh, Shark. The founder of Jim Shark actually started from uh, a uni as well. You know, from our uni actually. Yeah, from yeah. our uni. So uh, that's a good little. If you actually know the uni, you can put that in the comment section, <laughs> um, or or tweet us about it. But yeah, um, he started from uni, one influencer on Instagram, and he's gone. But then he he didn't just rush into it, so he still had to take time to learn the business aspect of it. Yeah, so it, it is time, it is time consuming as well. And and that's where the beautiful thing of making sacrifices comes, you know, you would have to make certain sacrifices for you to actually achieve, you know, something out of it yeah. while you're at uni, So For
1: sure, because I do remember you telling me once that sometimes on your Fridays, you had places to go and your friends you couldn't go out with your friends and stuff and they were thinking like you know what was more important there's some certain sacrifices you've got to make sometimes in terms of not being able to do what everyone else is doing sometimes you see what I mean I'm not saying like seclude yourself from the whole world and you know try to become the next you know huge CEO and not see anyone but I'm trying to say like just there are times when you're not going to be able to do the things that you want to be able to do with people. And I, I think it's all about sacrifice, like of everything in life, to be honest. But I think another point we should talk about and which a lot of people have asked me about during uni is, or the difficulties that other people face is, I wouldn't advise you to start a business by yourself in uni. Maybe eventually, yes, but starting a business alone in uni is pretty tough. I'm very fortunate that, you know, I've got three other guys with me, you know, in doing quadruple and building websites and apps and stuff. But starting it alone is it's is, it would have been tough like if I tried to do it by myself so if you find any other guys if you if you find people in your course of who are um you know as passionate as you as well try and get them along but bearing in mind these are people you're good friends with, not just random guys that are going to try and you know ask for like 60% um like that guy you told me about James ask for like 60% cut in any you know you know um revenue you make and stuff so try and find people who likely minded people basically and People that you're comfortable working it with, and people who share your dream and share your ideas, who share your curiosity. Like sometimes I call some of these guys at two a.m. in the morning, and these guys will be thinking, "Is this isn't this guy sleeping or something?" But like they've understood me to that level, and I think it's very important to have people who understand your hungriness and stuff. Another thing I would say is, if you can't find people in your module to you know start a business with, join societies like. There's lots of business societies on campus you could, you know, get yourself involved in. There's a, a few that, you know, that are on our campus. So you can meet people with similar interests there and, you know, see how they are and start businesses with them. I mean, I won't say go to the, you know, societies say, Hey, do you want to start a business straight away? No. You've really got to know the people you start a business with because, you know, you might have a clash of conflicts or clash of attitudes. That's what like, definitely one thing I started to realise when starting businesses with other people you don't know. What do you guys think on that matter, though? Do you think it's advisable to start a business by yourself or you think it's advisable to start with friends or at least, you know, at least one other per- a person? What do you think, James?
2: I think, yeah, I think what Wally said, um, because it's, it's much harder to start by yourself. One, because it means that literally all the responsibility are on you alongside university where all the responsibility as well are on you. So it's much easier to give up or fail because you feel like you got too many things going on and then you'll have to abandon one. But um, yeah, being doing it with other people definitely makes it much easier. If you're doing this, the other person can tackle something else and bring everything together. Really, that's how most business, businesses work. Mm-hmm. Like, um, You've got most businesses, you've got like a manager because that manager is good at one thing. You've got a programmer. That programmer is good at one thing. You've got... Uh, PR. That's a good something. point you've mentioned
1: actually it, as well. Like if you're gonna work with someone else as well, find someone who has the opposite yeah, skill set you exactly, have. Like, so you have yeah. a mix of skill sets. Yeah, you what I mean, each exactly. Other. exactly. Yeah. That exactly. That's the word. Complement each other because I do really think in this team quadrum, we're also different and we all all have different sorts of experiences in programming that it helps. Basically, helps move the business forward and allows us to work on tasks individually. So if you are gonna work with someone, find someone who actually is gonna help you provide a skill that you don't have. So if you're doing business. Go to, over to the engineering department and look for a CS guy, you know, computer science guy or computer engineering guy or vice versa. If you're, if you're doing, um, you know, computer science, go to someone doing business who has more acumen, no, more knowledge in business. Or if you're in like optometry or something, something random like that, go to someone in both business and computer science who share your, you know, your vision. So yeah, I, I definitely agree with what you what you said. What about you, um E one, two, three? Yeah, I mean it's it's not possible to do it by yourself, but be aware of the challenges.
0: Isn't it? So You mean it's not impossible? Yeah, it's not impossible. Yeah. It. It's mm-hmm. not impossible to do it by yourself, but you know the, it, it's gonna be a it will be a challenge because you know, you have to do things by yourself and you can't really, you know, that word like uh, split the task between, you know, different people. So it's responsibility on yourself and yourself to keep up with uni as well. So big balance to climb on, I think, if you're doing it by yourself. But obviously it depends on what your business is and what you're doing. You know, maybe you're able to handle it in what you, what you're doing as a business. Maybe you know, it, it's not that stressful. So sort of, on what you're doing or how big a, a task it is, really. That's what I think. Yeah, and your character, I guess. Yeah, yeah. how how hard you work. Yeah, if you're disciplined and to you know uh, manage your time, yeah, it should be a piece of
1: cake. Yeah, if you know you're someone who can't handle a lot of pressure, don't go for it because like the the stress and pressure of uni already is enough for some people anyway. Yeah, so like don't don't try and juggle too many things. What do you think, Brandon? Um,
3: I think in terms of collaboration, it is. It is important. Uh, I think everyone's pretty much touched on a lot of it. but I will say just start. You don't have, you don't need someone to start or you need someone to help you carry on. Yeah. So some people are gonna think, oh, okay, I know I need to first find a co-founder. Yeah. Or I need to first find this person. Or if I don't have this person, I can't really do anything. Just start, That that's the first step. It always looks like the hardest. I'll tell you now, people say the hardest step is starting well, actually, no. The hardest step is maintaining what you started. You know, starting is really not that hard. You know, it's it's just overcoming the fear of it. But um, yeah, like 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 the guys have said, find someone who would complement your skill set. Find someone who will be able to help you in places that you can't help yourself. But do not be a complete novice to what they are doing. Do not, you know, try and educate yourself to some extent. You know, so for example we all do different things but it doesn't mean or even if we were to hire someone to come and do something it doesn't mean we don't have any knowledge whatsoever about what that person is doing or that we couldn't at the end of the day try and do it ourselves so make sure make sure no one knows your business better than you especially what i'm trying to say so if you are going to collaborate do look out for people um also, work, Yes, it's easier to work with friends, but at the same time, it is not the easiest.
1: Yeah, for sure. To work with friends, you see the real sides of friends you as know. well sometimes.
3: So make make sure you're picking someone that isn't a yes man and isn't a no person that's always going to be negative. You know, so uh, yeah, that that's that's what I'll, I'll really say about the whole collaboration aspect in terms of starting a business in.
1: Yeah, just to add on to what you said about I don't think it's compulsory to have someone but I would say it's it's advised to have, you know, someone else and also that person doesn't necessarily have to be part of your company or be involved in any way or not be involved but they could just be a person you go to for advice do you see what I mean? It's not necessarily you make them the co-founder or you make them your business partner what you could do is just, you know ask them for help when help is needed do you see what I mean? So I don't think it's compulsory to have someone to, you know uh, to accompany you in starting a business but I think it's it's a good addition and it is a good thing to have also it makes it makes the the, the journey less stressful we're young you know why do we want to be stressing like during university just to start a business I think I think enjoying the process is just as important as starting a business to be honest so having people to share those memories with times you failed times you succeeded is, is 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 good as well to be honest so yeah just remember that actually yeah so what other things would you guys say about Starting a business in university. Do you think there's a subject we haven't touched on? I feel like there's something we haven't touched on, like. I uh, will say be be realistic with, <laughs> with what business you want to start. You know, some mm.
3: people think, ah, oh, web, web development is doing so well. <laughs> I am gonna start a web <laughs> development agency, you know, or web design, oh fashion, everyone is now doing fashion. Yeah. I, I am gonna jump on that bandwagon or ah, everyone I, I think I can make a good beat. Oh, I know my friend who can make a good beat. If I just put it on SoundCloud, I can sell it for $5,000. Drop a few words. You know, so mm-hmm. be realistic. Know yourself. We, I think that's something we, we, we've kind of touched on a lot about knowing what you want, who you are, kind of know your, your skill set, your strength, your weaknesses, so that when you do choose something, it is something you kind of know you can do and you won't give up when it gets hard. And also, you kind of have to have a passion for it. You don't need the passion to start, but it will be good to have passion for it. Passion is an emotion. Trust me, when it gets hard, that passion goes away quick. <laughs> you know, you realize yeah. that. So yeah, some some people think ah, I'm 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 very passionate about this, and then you put them in the real situation, it's like I have passion for you, but I'm not ready to. Yeah. So passion is is, is just a, it's a form of emotion. So and emotions can change based on circumstances. So you know, when you are picking this thing, make sure and also. Have, have a reason, a tangible reason other than money yeah. as to why you want to do it, you know. Because if, if money is the only reason you're doing it, you will find something else that's better that might make you quicker money, and then you will switch to that. So when, when you're choosing something, you know, make sure it's money. Well, make sure money isn't the focal point. Obviously, we all want to. Let, let's not, you know, I will not kid you. That. Money is good. You do want to make money. You want to survive money. is important in life. But for for this, I would say just make sure money isn't the the only reason yeah. or the key reason as to why.
1: Actually, I'm happy you touched on that because as we've said in the previous episodes, I think it was the the initial podcast we did. We actually told you why we started, you know, Quadroom. and it it wasn't just to make money or just is actually we had a goal of helping. We realized that small businesses were being bumped. I remember speaking to a guy in business once, a business student in a uh, event I went to at uni. <clears throat> And he told me, like, he paid, like, how much did he pay for a website? Over two grand, and I think it was just such a simple website, and I was like, damn, like, if you actually told us, guys, we could have done it for you way more cheaper and, you know, advise you on the next process to, to take with your business, but because that person didn't meet the right, you know, people to talk to about making a website, things didn't really go down for, you know, her, in terms of, you know, her website base, in terms of her business, basically. So our goal when we started was, you know, we wanted to help small businesses With technology to build, use technology to help their businesses become better, whether that's student businesses or small businesses locally in university. I think that's it's always good to have a goal and an aim and be realistic about it. Don't don't say to yourself, yeah, during university, I'm going to have 50,000 users per month you're nuts like I'm not saying it's impossible but like how do you plan on achieving that you have to set yourself a realistic criteria you know yes we've all watched the Facebook movie and we know Facebook was started on university campus we know you know um, Snapchat was started in university as well but we've also got to be realistic to say you know They say in America, you've got to be realistic about what you can do and your skill sets and what you're capable of building in during the semester or during, you know, the term time you have. So being realistic is very important. Don't underestimate the the power of being realistic. If not, you're just going to deviate and it's just going to become some like side thing you're doing that's not bringing any profit. I've actually got a good story, like an anecdote that um, I went to a talk once. I think you were that talk. No, no, no. It was just me. You know, that guy I told you about. That he just got funding for like two million pounds recently in London. um, Nelson. Nelson, Nelson. Yeah, I told you. Anyway, let's let's not digress. But yeah, him and he um he was telling me he started a shirt business at university and um they they failed. They bought they basically bought five hundred um shirts and stuff thinking yeah they're gonna sell it on campus and all that stuff and things are gonna do, go well. But it didn't go well for them because they they actually didn't plan that whole strategy. He said that when I asked him the, when someone asked him the question, what would you have done if you could go back to when you started the business in second year? He said, well. Firstly, I, I would have based my shirt business on supply and demand. So he's going to try, what he will have done is try and get the demand for it first. So maybe hundreds of people want it on campus and then he would supply it by going to, you know, the the warehouse or the person, the person who's going to supply the shirts for him basically and That didn't stop him. Now he's one of the most successful entrepreneurs, again, you know, a guy that's come from our university. So there are a lot of things you can learn from it and it's very important to be realistic, to be honest.
3: What's what's everyone enjoyed most about actually starting a business?
1: That's a very good question. Like the most
0: enjoyable part and then what part did you dislike the most? I think most is the learning of different people. I think even with my small experience with Laravel, yeah, (laughs) like, <laughs> That's
1: James's number one language.
0: Yeah, that was an eye opener. I was like, I don't like it but it was weird. But I could see how Laravel worked. See how Laravel worked. But I don't know. If it was a weird one, but it was a good experience. Yeah. Because you sent me like the resources to look at with Laravel as well. It was kind of like a new language, but it was just that the structure was a bit weird with Laravel because it was PHP-based, but it was a weird PHP, basically. <laughs> it was, was the
2: proper PHP. Yeah, it was the proper, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, you know, just just being exposed to that, you know, so you you don't have to necessarily always have, like, HTML and Java, you know, there's yeah. other options out there. Frameworks. You know, the other frameworks out there, Sorry, yeah. And, you know, you have other team members that are aware of this. So, Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's what, I'm doing. what what was your dislike? Be honest. Dislike?
1: Uh, <laughs> is is it that much? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Big one? No, it's
1: just like um. It is that much. I mean, what, Or you didn't have any dislikes? I mean, no, no, no. Is just be honest. Like is, 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 sometimes, be the pressure, sometimes the pressure. Sometimes the pressure it does come to
0: you a bit, and you're thinking that like, am I am I good enough and stuff like? Start to question yourself sometimes. But yeah, I think yeah, like it really tests you with the pressure. That's but. It's not yeah, really, it's not really like a, it's not I've, I've really actually like a, it's not really that. That. okay, it's a dislike, but it's something that, you know, I'm still learning to overcome, because there's always going to be pressure everywhere, or, or whatever you do, but you also have to like, dig deep and try and overcome it, so yeah, it's it's still something that I'm trying to get over myself, but yeah. Programmer yeah. syndrome. Yeah, programmer syndrome, <laughs> yeah, so that's one of my
2: dislikes.
1: What about you, James?
2: For me, being able to bounce um, ideas with others, um, learning from others as well. I mean, like there are certain things I was like I, I was okay with, but there were tons of other things I was I, I didn't know. Um, so I was constantly learning from the other guys. So uh, for me, I picked up a lot of things that um, I didn't know um like other skills basically learned from uh the other guys um dislikes yeah i think for me it will be the pressure as well when the pressure starts especially during uni when you're doing um you know when you're still doing your exams and have coursework and deadlines but at the same time you've got deadlines for the client as well so you don't want to mess up your degree but then you don't want to mess up your money as well <laughs> 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 so yeah um, but out of it you learn how to cope and that can only be a good thing because that pressure will always be there so yeah you learn how to cope yeah
1: i mean For me, mine is a bit different. So part I enjoyed about starting a business in university is the fact that I enjoyed the creative process. So like the creative process of, you know, coming up with a name for the business. You know, the first day we actually registered our company name, you know, the first day we designed our logo, we came up with concepts of our logo. And those were the best days for me because I like doing stuff that has to do with creativity and things that just challenged my thought process. And that was the best part about, you know, starting a business for me and doing it with people that I'm cool with. You know, that was another aspect that I really liked. I'll be honest with you, aspects, the pressure for me, I wouldn't say it was uh, an area I disliked. I think what I disliked was that I think I expected too much from certain people. or I sort of like, I feel like I was too, I feel like sometimes I could get caught up in the moment sometimes and thinking like, we could be doing much better than we are. But then I got to remember that you know, there's three other members in the team who are who've also got other commitments. But I was a bit, you know, blind to this or was I was obscured by this basically. And I feel like I always, I had better expectations that I feel like sometimes I would say crazy things like, yeah, we should be doing this. We should be aiming for this, but forgetting that, you know, we were all students at the same time. So I think that was one thing I disliked. I think we could have been more um, organized, but again, I don't blame us. I don't blame us, to be honest. And I feel like there was a lot more things we could have accomplished during university. But I mean, like I said, yeah, it's, 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 it's all about growing and understanding and learning from our weakness anyway. Yeah. What about you, Brandon?
3: Um... What I liked most about the business was finishing something. I'm I'm very big on if you start something, you should do what it takes to finish. You know, except if it's beyond your your control. Um so that that's what I really enjoy. Like would we'll, would we'll start something and we'd we'll actually see it come to fruition. You know, so even something as like while it was saying something as simple as starting a logo you know and then we came up with a call and then seeing it materialize you know it's like oh snap this is actually so just, just the the simple starting and finishing and actually achieving something that you can be like this is mine you know i'm, I'm proud of this this is mine um dislikes was people changing their minds <laughs> I, oh, yeah. I was on the forefront of clients and they would tell you oh i saw this website and i and i would like mine to be like this and you thought this right this, this is what you want yes <laughs> you go and you create it and they're like
2: well
3: i'm not sure about this and you take it that's two months on the line that's two months you know so well jesus christ it was it was just one of those things we we had to deal with um so yeah that's but also to some extent i i, I did enjoy going to meet clients but coming out smiling not <laughs> you know yeah. like saying hey look we did this and they're like oh my god thank you and yeah and you got to see when when they show the true appreciation i like oh snap okay this legit makes yeah. you happy yeah and i think that that's where our our passion increase in terms of actually making you know clients genuinely happy you know and in improving our customer service to make sure that they feel that there's that relationship between us and them so there's no real you don't just talk to a computer you you speak to us face to face, you get to meet us, you know. We will sit with you like <laughs> we we'll sit with you till two AM in the morning. <laughs> yes, yeah. till two AM in the morning. Some clients yeah. love that. Do you know yeah. what? <laughs> so but but yeah, it, it was an experience. It is still going to be an experience. But yeah, yeah, th- those are those are my my things.
1: You're absolutely right. I think there's two things I actually forgot to say that I liked as well. Seeing what you and your team has built, the end product of it, and seeing the clients' reaction. I think that was like one of the best moments ever. And I think it, it you know, sometimes the reaction was I won't say negative, but it wasn't what we expected. And I think that just it gave us more thicker skin, basically, not to expect you know joyous results every time. But that just made it motivated us to work harder. Another thing I dislike is sometimes you get clients calling you up at 2am when you're just about to like finish off your coursework or something and they don't understand that, you know, you're students. So the thing about us when we started this business in university is that a lot of our clients didn't actually know that we were students and that, that wasn't the persona we actually wanted to, to sort of give to them as well. Do you see what I mean? So having clients call you up at 2am and stuff was a bit, it was a bit annoying sometimes, but then I had to remember why I was doing this. Do you see what I mean? So in that aspect, I think it was cool. Cool. what do you guys feel about that you know especially you brandon you know clients calling you at 2am and you trying to do your work and stuff i don't know I was, there was a point where i started to get annoyed but then i remembered you know this is what i signed up for but yeah
3: i'll, I'll say one you have to understand we're, we're lucky in the sense that we were privileged to get clients signed up in the beginning and that particular client was very actually very understanding yeah in terms of she she later knew like okay you are students and then it was interesting because she would try and be like, did your lecturers not teach you this? Yeah, yeah. Have your lecturers taught you this? Can you do it now? Can you ask yeah, yeah. some of your lecturers if you can fix this? So we were very lucky in terms of that. Um, but yeah, yeah, later on, some some clients didn't quite understand, you know. Or the, would I say they didn't understand? They were more, it's, it's about me. It's about yeah. them first. Yeah. So even if you give them a deadline, they want it at their time. Yeah. And then you have this whole rule of clients always, right? Yeah. And things like that, but you know, in in the long run, okay, I think one of the reasons we are willing to, you know, stay up and help out is because your your reputation is at stake, and that's another thing when you start a business, you're putting your name out there for everyone to criticize you. So if you do not like criticism, do not really start a business, because you know you're gonna say, oh look, I can do this, and someone will tell you, nope, you're not good enough. No, you can't do it. No, I don't like you. No, you're not my time. I, I'm not going to pay you what I think you're worth. Mm. You know, all, all, all that kind of thing comes into play. But we knew that, okay, we'll do it for this client because mm. our reputation is on the line. I mean, we have done things for clients that if they were to pay the original price for, uh, I mean, we would be, hey, we'll be, we'll be balling a little bit here. Yeah? I mean, we <laughs> yeah. would have been able to put the deposit down for the Tesla. <laughs> but you, you're... We were doing it because we wanted to build that relationship, first of all. And that's something we learned as a small business. I think, funny enough, it came natural to us that mm. we understood there are certain sacrifices you have to make, mm. you know, when you're starting out. We, we didn't have a big clientele. Mm. We didn't have the best websites. We didn't really do any PR or marketing. So our, our marketing yeah. um, strategy was, at the end of the day, you are not going to have anything bad to say about us. Exactly. You know, so even... Sometimes we submit late, but then the client first they're putting pressure on you. But at the end of the day, like, oh, I apologize, I know I'm the reason we submitted yeah. it late, yeah. or I'm the reason you did it late. But when they're pressuring you for the work, they don't tell you that, yeah, you know. So, but you know, you don't want to backlash and will say, Ah, oh, the contract states, you know, you didn't do your role. Yeah, yeah. So, you have to understand that as a, as a beginner, there are sacrifices you would have to make, yeah. Can you come out of the block and ask for five thousand pounds for website? Possibly, yeah, are you going to deliver? Something that's worth five thousand pounds, you know. That's what we're talking about earlier. Like knowing your mm,
1: strengths, mm. your weaknesses, and yeah, absolutely right. We were actually very fortunate because when we did have our get our first client, we didn't even have a website then. Yeah. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? Well, so we only had a name. We only had a name, literally a, a registered business, and we were very fortunate to get our first client. And I think that catapulted us to, you know, even wanting to be more successful and wanting to make a good impression so we were very fortunate when we first started actually so yeah that's a good point to add but there is one thing we forgot to spoke about like a lot of us in the company are avid readers I would say like us being TS students not having a lot of business acumen I'd really say like if you're into reading books buy books about business like we've read a lot of books like during our time at university and we've even competed like we were doing competition on books like you know the first person who reads this book you have to buy the next person you know you have to buy the book for the person who wins basically and I think that's what kept us on top of our feet another thing about this team is that we we always want to you know improve each other's skill sets and you know be better so if you're CS students you don't know a lot about you know um what do you call it, starting a business, start reading some books. And if you have time, of course, start reading some books and vice versa. If you're a business student and don't know much about coding or building a website, like, you know, Google some stuff and see what's available online for building websites. You don't have to build it yourself, but look at the basics. If you do have the time to build it yourself, then go for it, you know, look at basic resources on how people build websites and yeah, it should be good. Brilliant. So, yeah, we hope you've uh, enjoyed our uh, quadcast, as we like to call it. But um, we'd like to say thanks for listening. If you guys have any suggestions or any questions that, um, you know, we could help, let us know. And tweet us any questions you have. If you don't have Twitter, email us. And, yeah, thanks.
2: We're also available on Facebook. Yeah, we're
1: available on every social media platform apart from Snapchat (laughs) and YouTube. Yeah.
0: Some comments,
1: some,
0: <laughs> yeah. or, uh, Whoever gets the Snapchat one, people are gonna be that Snap Map. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. No,
1: just see cute and then just be. Yeah. We're so good anyway. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Peace.